0: Hello and welcome to the White Sox Insight Podcast. I'm your host, Billy. Here we'll cover team news and everything White Sox. So Be sure to stick around. Alright, so on this episode, we're going to talk about uh, recent Padres moves, 2020 White Sox season, and a recap kind of and our moves moving forward. So first, most importantly, Padres over the last 72 hours have been extremely active, uh, acquiring Starting pitcher from the Rays, Blake Snell, and also acquiring Yu Darvish from the Cubs, as long, along with Caratini from the Cubs. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that move, those moves? I
1: mean, for them snagging Yu Darvish from the Cubs, I think that was a pretty big move on their part. The Cubs right now look like they're almost in a rebuilding phase, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, they just got rid of Yu Darvish, and now they're putting Wilson Contreras up for uh, the trading market. Did you hear about that? Yeah, so.
0: Wilson Contreras being shopped now by the Cubs is definitely an interesting move, considering they have other pieces like Chris Bryant who are up on the end of their contract that they can move compared to Wilson Contreras. But if they're going to rebuild, why not have that fire sale where well, they got all these uh you know really good players and Javier Baez and uh, you know Wilson Contreras and all that too? And it's definitely a salary dump off season for the Cubs. That's why you see them non-tenor guys like Albert Almora Jr. and Kyle Schwarber. But this Padres rotation, man, it's it's looking pretty good, but you couldn't have any, you know, starting in 2021, you Darvish, Dillson, Lamette, Blake Snell, Chris Paddock, and then bringing up their top prospect in Mackenzie Gore. Then come 2022, you have uh, Mike Clevenger back in that rotation, too. I mean, this is just a scary rotation, and a lot of people, I, I've seen a lot of people saying that these moves really don't matter because the Padres aren't in the AL Central. But with the White Sox being World Series contenders, we need to look beyond the AL Central. We can pretty much just count the the fact that we won, you know, the AL Central, and we need to look beyond that. Um, we need to see what other teams are doing because it's extremely possible that in 2021 it's a White Sox-Padres World Series matchup. And right now our rotation of Lito, Keichel, Lance Lynn, and then hopefully Michael Kopak and Dylan Cease does that compete with the U Darvish, Jentleson, Lamette, Blake Snell, Chris Paddock, Mackenzie Gore uh, rotation? And I just don't know if we're there yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really thought that the Padres last year were big contenders. I was surprised how early they got out. And I really thought they were going to put up more of a fight. But they did really well. And um, with an even better team, I really think they do have competition. And like you are saying, like the Sox for sure are going to be playoff contenders for next year. So, I mean, it's not only – now it's, like, looking past the central. Like, they have to look at other teams now and who the real threats are and look at how they play and who their big players are and whatnot. So, I mean, it looks like the Padres are going to be a big contender. And it's going to be interesting to watch them play next year for sure and their new rotation.
0: Yeah, for sure. And definitely moving Blake Snell out of the American League definitely helps us get to that World Series. And But he's still – he went from a good team – to an even better team joining the San Diego team. I mean, on the offensive side, they still have guys like Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, uh, just so many interesting pieces there. Jake Cronenworth, Eric Hosmer, just to name a few that not only are the Padres a strong defensive team, they are also an extremely powerful offensive team. Uh, I think the White Sox this offseason need to go out and definitely get at least one more starting pitcher, whether that's via the trade market, um reds are supposedly shopping sunny gray and luis castillo uh those would definitely be good fits in this rotation if we're actually going to take on something like the padres and not to sound doom and gloom because the white Sox do have a very good team it's just do we take it to that next level where we are just building up insurance uh the bullpen last year from guys like cody hoyer and matt foster hoyer came out uh finished the season with a 0.8 war uh 10th best war on the team Matt Foster, 12th best war on the team. It's just this rotation's built a lot around a lot of young guys, too, that haven't necessarily had that time in the league. And potentially losing someone like Alex Colomay to the free agency market is definitely going to be scary. Um, who do you think the Sox yeah. go out and, you know, if um, anybody still I mean,
1: get? I know, like, a lot of – I've heard from a lot of White Sox fans, like, they want Trevor Bauer and uh, George Sprinker. I mean, I'm a fan of George Springer. And I love to see him on the team, but I mean, I think they mainly need to focus on the pitching rotation, especially from last year. I mean, the Sox, they've suffered a lot, especially towards the end of the season with the injuries. Um, they were not able to bounce back with the rotation and everything. I mean, they had so many, They're like their whole entire, like three out of five starting rotation was injured. So it was so hard that they suffered from it. And I think they need to learn from that and build up, um, more players that can help fulfill the rotation even after a player gets injured or so
0: yeah and I, I definitely think the Sox um are still in the Bauer market uh, I still think it's extremely possible you've seen this team we haven't spent over the last five years and getting someone like Lancelin on like an eight million dollar deal and a meeting on a seven million dollar deal it leaves plenty of room in the bank for the Sox to go out and spend um I hear a lot of people saying we're not spending because we're gonna to want to lock up Lucas Giolito for a long term deal. Uh, I just think we can still do that and get Trevor Bauer. I think we're out of the George Springer market. I think that's really coming down to the Mets versus the Blue Jays. I saw a report that the Sox gave uh, Springer a very friendly, like very George Springer friendly deal, and then the Blue Jays came in, matched it, and then actually beat it when the Mets came in and beat that that offer. So I think the Sox are gonna get out bid on George Springer but I think that it's going to come down to us and maybe the Angels depending on if the Mets do get um, George Springer they can also go out and still get Trevor Bauer the Mets have the new owner and Steve Cohen is willing to spend on this team so I just I think that it's going to be tricky to get Trevor Bauer but there's we also have to look and see what kind of other starting pitchers are out there sure we can get a joke Jake Oda Rizzi, uh, reunite with Jose Quintana, but I don't think those are the pieces that are necessary to then push us over the top.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, Trevor, but I mean, um, George Springer, he's a good player and all. I mean, the Sox, they don't really need outfielders. I think, like, sure, he would be a good addition and all, but I mean, after signing Adam Eaton, I think that really cancels out needing him, especially since Adam Eaton's already on a good deal. So, I mean, that really cancels it out. And, yeah, no, I think Trevor Barber, though, would be a really good fit for the White Sox. I mean, he's young, just like the White Sox core. And uh, like you were saying about the Lucas Giolito, I mean, Lucas Giolito, you could tell he loves the team, even when he's not part of the starting rotation, even though he's not the starting pitcher, you literally see him at the game, like in the dugout, like cheering them on still, cheering them on and um, just rooting for them. I mean, he shows like such great sportsmanship with the other his other teammates and for the team. And he's very loyal to the White Sox. And I i mean, I really cannot see him leaving unless the White Sox give him a terrible offer. So I can't really see him leaving at all anytime
0: soon. Yeah, I don't either. Lucas Gilito, uh, you know, dominant 2019, dominant 2020. He's definitely earned that spot of as ace of this team in Dallas Keuchel coming out last year, finished third best on the team in reference to war. This this team is young and exciting our offense is set. Adam Eaton's going to be platooned, I think, with Adam Angle. And I think what we really need to focus on is starting pitching and this uh, bullpen. Sure, we had some really good surprises from guys like Cody Hoyer, Matt Foster. Um, Jace Fry was really solid this year. Jimmy Cordero was really solid. I think we need to go out. We need to re-sign and maybe go out and get Brad Hand or someone else. And I think this team will be completely unstoppable. It's just more or less so about matching the um, Padres Starting rotation.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look now, now if you look at all the other MLB teams, more of the young core are starting to stand out now. Like if you look at the Padres, they're a completely young team. White Sox, they're now completely young team. The Rays, completely like all these young teams now are starting to shine compared to like the older teams like the Mets and the Twins, where they have older people. And now it's like more about athleticism in the sport now instead of. Uh, experience so it's going to be very interesting to watch I mean it seems like the whole entire game itself is developing and is taking a change and it's crazy to watch from a fan's point of view
0: yeah and the AL Central definitely is ours to lose we're definitely he- heavily favored to come in and just dominate in the AL Central um, what we really need to focus on though like I said starting pitching I really don't think we need to go out and sign a DH, I think we can let guys like Zach Collins and Andrew Wan get these major league at-bats that will then help them develop into the players we thought they were going to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Sox, they always have someone on the bench. I mean, there's plenty of people, I think, for them to have a DH spot. I mean, you got uh, Eaton, like, switching on I'm sure how it's going to be for um the right field. So that should be very interesting on who's going to be uh, playing most of the time for that. Ingle, too. Ingle, I thought, did phenomenal the 2020 season. Yeah. Um, I know towards the end of the season, when, like, Mercado wasn't doing the best he was, he was actually, like, going batting almost 500, like, towards the end of the season. And it was pretty amazing to watch. And it was it was interesting to watch from a player like that who you wouldn't really expect it from compared to everyone else.
0: Yeah, and having somebody on the team like Leori Garcia, too, who's able to play every position on the infield he might not be bad to also slot in at that dh spot he doesn't necessarily have the power but he has the speed he has the base running knowledge that can be super helpful and then be followed up guy like guys uh jose abreu eloy jimenez just and Yasmani grandal who are going to get on base and larry garcia is then able to fly around that base path no problem
1: yeah, I mean, like, Laurie Garcia back in 2019 when there was still fans and everything, uh, he was the uh, leadoff batter for the White Sox. And I always felt like he always got a hit first time at bat. Or I know there was, like, a good streak where it was, like, three or four games straight where he got a home run on the first pitch. So, I mean, he would be in a great DH and a good rotation a good substitute as well. So, I mean, when it comes to, like um, – the field, I'm really not nervous at all for them. I mean, they have backup for everyone, honestly. So, I mean, there's really no need to worry about for that part. The main part, I think, would just mainly be the pitching. So, because, I mean, DH, I think, is completely set.
0: Yeah, and a lot of teams, too, are also trying to get that uh, salary done. It's not only the Cubs. The Reds are kind of like in a weird situation where they went out and they traded Rysel Iglesias. Um, so, we don't – it's kind of interesting looking at it at the Reds because – they went on, traded their really good closer, but they haven't really made any moves, and they're supposedly shopping Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray. But they're not the only pitchers then, I think, on the trade market. I think the Cubs get dumping Yu Darvish in his contract. They may be willing to move somebody like Kyle Hendricks, who would slot right into that team, I think, very well too. There's plenty of pieces around the league. The Sox not spending definitely helped them this offseason because the Cubs went out, and like they gave Yu Darvish that 50000000 dollar contract. And now, after a season like 2020, where they lose a lot of revenue, they weren't ready for this. And the Sox, not that you could ever predict this, but they were kind of ready, and they were on top of it, for sure.
1: Yeah, no, definitely smart of the Sox to save up all their money, and now it's all going to good use now that they actually have a decent team. They're all young now. Um, You know, it seems like they're spending it well. I mean, Eaton might have been a controversial uh, pickup, I guess you could say, but... I mean, consistent player, I must say. Won a ring with the Nationals, was consistent there still. And I mean, for him to come back to the Sox, I think it should be very interesting.
0: Yeah, and honestly, the Sox really haven't done much since our last episode, so I think we're going to wrap it up here. Mm -hmm. Um, Be sure to follow us on our Instagram and our Twitter. Um, And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later.